Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett, Atlanta studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week we go through and we plan on featuring businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. All businesses that have security concerns, though not all of them are actual physical security and we will touch on that. We're going to focus on all aspects of security through the course of each show. Our guest today, we're pleased to have Teddy Russell. He's the CEO of Russell Landscape Group. One of the, probably, I think you've got the record of being the best one in Georgia, if not the Southeast. And I know that uh, I'm familiar with a lot of your work too. Uh, let me ask you a question, Teddy, and by the way, I say welcome. Uh, Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell the, our listeners about yourself, how you got into this, and how you are, are you born in Georgia, raised in Georgia? You know, tell me a little bit about Teddy. Sure, sure. Well, first, uh, Rick, thank you so much uh, for having me today. I'm excited to be inside on a rainy day. Yeah, and, no, that's um, right. <laughs> uh, but I, um, I'm fortunate uh, to be able to uh, have Russell Landscape. I, I started it the old-fashioned way. I let my dad do it. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) But um, uh, that was in 1987, and uh, he was working for a company called Alanco. Uh, We were living in Norcross, Peachtree Corners area, and uh, his job was uh, research and development of um, pesticides for golf courses, and he got to know Arnold Palmer, and uh, Arnold was the first one to tell him, you know, Bill, you live in Atlanta, Georgia, and there's uh, it's a booming uh, economy and booming community, and uh, you should start your own business. So that's when he started a, a lawn and chemical company. So um, I grew up in the business and um, uh, worked my uh, fair share of summers through middle school and washing trucks and, and uh, cutting lawns. And by high school, I was um, trying to figure out a way to make sure I had a job before summer came. Uh, no, that's right. Because I knew my dad would, would make me uh, get out there. So th- that's how I got into it. Um, but when I uh, first summer back from college, I worked and, and we had the uh, contract to get the highways ready for the Olympics back in 1994 for the 96 Olympics. And when I finished that summer, I told my dad, I'm going to switch from horticulture and I'm going to go into the business school. And, and that would be it. Uh, it was a very hot summer that summer. And um, anyways, he told me, I'm, I'm glad you're going to do that. Go to Terry College of Business, Georgia. And uh, that way, when you have a, a business degree, you'll be better when you come back and work for me. So, there you go. Uh, Makes it good for running uh, a, a company. But I came back um, after working uh, in sales for a printing company, came back after about two years after graduating from University of Georgia to, to join the family business. Yeah, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> you know, I'll be down there in LSU this weekend pulling them through. Well, I wish I was. Um, well, you know, and I know that your dad, Bill, has uh, been a big part of the community. I know that y'all are a big part of the community and and getting involved and doing other things. I guess a a kind of a curiosity question is what would be your favorite part of the business? Sure. Well, uh, 
you know, my name's on the side of the trucks. Um, so uh, it, it starts with making sure we have the right people and, uh, and making sure we're delivering a, uh, a, a quality product that we expect and demand. And um, so I'm really enjoying uh, the people part of the business, whether it's um, the employees, making sure uh, I'm out there meeting people, finding out who's the best in the business, um, making sure we're doing the best things, or meeting customers. Um, you know, it's amazing uh, how many people you get to meet in my business. Um, everybody's a potential customer. And, um, and like I said, when your name's on the side of the truck, you really want to make sure you don't uh, get egg on your face. So um, I enjoy meeting people and um, just being true to who I am and, uh, and, and uh, delivering a quality product. Well, since we asked that question, how about what's your least favorite part of the business? Well, it's uh, there's a lot of noise. Um, every day is a new challenge. Um, you know, if you want to go to work and do the exact same thing every day, this is probably not for you. Uh, it's um, uh, but some of the challenges that we're experiencing in today's market is uh, has a lot to do with labor, and so um, you know, qualified labor. So uh, we we've really had to adapt. Um, change is something that every business owner has to deal with, and you better be ready for it. Um, and so making sure we have quality training in place, um, quality, uh, development, just, um, personal development for people. There's a, uh, a lot of people out there that, um, in our blue collar world that are really struggling. They are, uh, paycheck is day to day. And so, um, I wouldn't say so much that it's my least favorite part, but it is, uh, it does present a lot of challenges, um, uh, making sure, uh, your, your labor force and your employees, uh, are, 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 are dealing with their problems that they're facing every day. And, and always provided challenges at the same time. You know, Absolutely. the old saying, if you find a, a job you like, you'll never work a day in your life. And it sounds like that's pretty much where you are is you love what you do, which makes a big difference. I do, you know, and, um, and you can't really compartmentalize it. Uh, it's, it's not get up at nine o'clock, you know, go to work from nine to five. It's really, <clears throat> it could be, uh, you know, we start early in the morning, so I never know when I'm going to get a call with something going on in the morning or nighttime or, or so forth. It really is uh, really part of, part of your life and who you are. Um, I do feel like uh, that um, uh, I, I'm fortunate to have a flexible job where I, get a, I have three young children who are 13, 12, and 8, so they keep me busy. But um, I'm fortunate to be able to have a flexible job where I can go and be with them and, and their sports and, and school events and so forth. But... At the same time, uh, you're never really off. Yeah, uh, believe me, as the owner yeah. of a company, I can totally appreciate that. You're where other people have shifts, you have 24 <laughs> seven. Um, I know that in, you know in all aspects and all businesses, there's some security issues that go on. I guess one of your biggest security issues would be the security of making sure that your employees are taken care of. They have. Uh, they have a job, they have clients, so you're always focused on making it a secure work environment for your people and their future. Absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, it's the, um, it's the first thing we start with every day, and it is the most important thing we do is make sure our employees are safe. Um, we have a great uh, safety officer. His name is John Ubre, so um, I'll throw a shout-out to him. But every morning um, at Russell Landscape, we have – Across the southeast, 415 or so employees right now. So um, every morning when they uh, get to the shop between 6 and 6.30 in the morning, the first thing we do are stretches. So uh, that can be an entertaining um, 
uh, thing to see when you see a hundred grown men out doing uh, jumping jacks for the first time in their life. But um, it's important because we want them to know how uh, how much we emphasize safety. Uh, everybody's in safety gear, um, glasses, and and um, um, ear protection and uh, uh, vest, uh, making sure we have the right um, footwear and jeans and and. And really, it's the consistency, um, making sure we're doing the same thing over and over and over, because it is a, a dangerous job, and um, and unfortunately, we do experience that sometimes. But uh, well, you're always you, you're always around equipment, and right. some of that equipment is cutting equipment. It, I mean, there's just all kinds of things that can be done. So it's very important for your company, especially, and I've noticed that a lot of companies don't seem to have that, but to have set policies, set procedures that you do things in the way that you do them so that everybody is on task and everybody knows and a lot of it's for safety but a lot of it is for satisfaction of your customer that everybody does knows exactly what to do how to do when to do and and follows those procedures yes sir and it's a commitment you have to commit to it it's um there's resources that are involved and you know uh the, the, sometimes the dna of who you are uh as a company um, sticks with you, but uh, my father unfortunately had an incident in the early 90s where uh, somebody was on the back of a truck and uh, um, ended up getting badly hurt and not making it, and um, that uh, he reminds me of that uh, often, and uh, it's been uh, the highest priority of ours for uh, for a long, long time. Well, it becomes, I think it's important that it becomes a part of your culture, Yeah. and, and as anybody that owns a business knows, it's that culture of your business that's got to be pretty much taken on by all of your employees, not just some of them and not occasionally, but it's a culture that you develop. Yeah. And that culture of safety is important, especially when you're working around, around machinery. Sure. So um, I'm sure that as you, as you go through, you, you've identified and probably identify every day new challenges in your industry. What would you say are some of the uh, challenges that you face as a company? Well, um, I think we touched on it was just being ready for change. Um, um, you know, a lot of the challenges and I can go on and on and on about labor. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, we're not just out there cutting grass and pruning shrubs, you know, um, running a business and, and any type of service business that's labor intensive, um, anything to do with uh, a labor intensive business is challenging, whether it's um, dealing with work comp or insurance or people and all the, uh, factors that go along with just people, um, uh, is, is probably the largest challenge. Um, but you know, we, um, we're dealing with a fast paced, uh, 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 economy with a lot of high expectations and, um, and we're dealing with, uh, some pretty drastic increase in cost right now. So, um, we, we take a lot of pride in what we do. Um, we've always, uh, uh, committed to what we say we're going to do. We, no matter what, we make sure the quality is there first. Uh, but we're dealing with a lot of um, uh, customer issues right now saying, hey, look, you know, the, in 2018, our costs have gone up, you know, anywhere from 8 to 12 percent. And um, trying to make sure we are, are uh, upfront with them and, and giving them time within their budget season. Usually we start reaching out to them in August and September so that they can plan for 2019 uh, seems to really help that. But just, just keeping up with the uh, increase of cost of doing business is, is the one that we're facing a lot right now. Well, I think it's, it's really important, I know it is in our business, and I'm sure it is in yours, that being totally upfront and totally honest with these people and, and not trying to give them that, well, we can get it done for this when you know you really can't, 
Uh, it's you know you've got to be able to be honest with people mm -hmm. and let them know that you know we we do the best service that you're going to get, but you know it costs to get that service. And I know with the economy the way it is, which is fantastic right now, that uh, getting the hiring of people and locating people that are quality people to do what you're doing, just like it is in my business, is really really hard right now. Yep. They yep. want more money. Well, you, you know, you have to be a uh, professional in your profession, right? Um, it's uh, sometimes the easy way out is uh, just a Band-Aid. And so whether that's talking to a customer about uh, cost increases that are coming up or whether that's telling a customer that the uh, landscape that they're trying to sell you on is not the correct one. Um, you know, I get a lot of uh, experts in my business. And, um, and there's a lot of new plant materials and different ideas that come out. And sometimes people visit, you know, a place like California or... Uh, up north and they want to bring in their ideas and so forth. So I just think it's staying consistent, making sure you're the professional in your profession and, um, and being honest with the customer really, uh, eliminate some of the future, future problems you could have. Well, I know y'all have, <clears throat> excuse me. I know y'all have done a lot of work with, uh, the CIDs and, and that type of situation where you do a lot of the, uh, the foliage and the decorations and stuff along the expressways and the interstates. And I know that uh, that we just went through a, a big problem with that rose that uh, right. was a great thing when it came out, and then all of a sudden the diseases come. And I guess being what you're talking about is being totally open with them when they say, well, this is what I want, this is what I want, of uh, being able to be willing to step forward and say, no, I know what you want, but here's why you don't need that, and here's what you need instead. And basically, being able to redirect them in the in what's best for them, whether they want to or not. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's not always the easiest thing to do, but if again, if you go back to that consistency and and you've earned the respect of your client, um, a lot of times they will uh, step down pretty quick and say, you know what, the last time you told me that it worked out, and the time before that you told me it worked out, so. Just being consistent and making sure that that um, you've you've done your job to earn the customer's trust it really helps out on that. But yeah, we do. Um, we had Indian hawthorns that got zapped by cold weather a few years ago, and just thousands and thousands of them, you know, died over time. And um, um, red tips back in the oh, '90s yeah. that you know you just don't see them anymore. I, I think I came across a, a few the other day at the Waffle House. I, I took a picture of them. So it's like a extinct dinosaur. Yeah. But um, yep, we have had the um, the roses are probably the largest issue we're dealing right now with the uh, rose rosette virus. And uh, there's been a lot planted over the years, so we're going to have to deal with that moving forward. Well, it always keeps you uh, doing, more, doing more business. I know one of the big things <laughs> for a business and one of the important things for a business is referrals and word of mouth. And you don't get those if you don't do a good job. And so I'm sure that uh, these referrals from business to business, and it's, it's important to be able to be – the quality of service that they want you back again next year. Right. So repeat business is important. Well, you know, and, and I, I'm fortunate now we've, we've uh, matured into a, uh, a fairly sizable landscape contractor, and so I have had the opportunity to uh, meet with a lot of startup landscape companies and a lot of young guys that are building their business. And um, the biggest thing you can do is just hit your challenges head on. You've asked me a lot about challenges on – Really, just just go right at them, and and again, it goes back to the honesty and 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 being confident in what you're saying. So um, that's really what's been for us. We're not trying to uh, um, uh, be master gardeners on every single property, but we, we know if we stick to what's tried and true on plant material, 
and we deliver a uh, product that um, that is always going to be consistent. That's that's really what moves you forward. What is your customer base? I know that there's residential landscape companies, there's commercial landscape companies, there's some that claim to be able to do both, which to me would kind of spread things a little thin when you're trying to do everything. Do you do everything or do you focus on a particular area? Well, we are a, a commercial landscape contractor, so I, I like to tell people typically when you walk out outside on your commercial building, we can we can usually help you out. So everything from the uh, landscape um, uh, installation, so with hardscapes and irrigation and new trees and plants, uh, and, and that's really done well in this, this new economy we're in right now, um, all the way down to the commercial maintenance. And so with commercial maintenance, uh, the when we pick up a property for weekly service, that's kind of what we call our base maintenance. But there's all kinds of ancillary services that go along with that, whether it be uh, maintaining the irrigation system or designing new flower beds or enhancing your maturing landscape. Um, all those type of things go along with it. And so for us, what, we, what I've really tried to do is find one expert in each of those areas. So um, I've got uh, uh, a guy who's been doing landscaping for 35 years, and he is currently doing our estimating. Um, our business, nothing starts before you estimate the job. So if, if you get that wrong, you're going to have a hard time recovering. So I really put a lot into the estimating part of our, our company. And um, our COO, Hugh Cooper, has uh, just been phenomenal on uh, making sure we know our cost, making sure we're job costing. And uh, it really translates into um, making sure we can deliver the quality product for the customer when you know you got your estimate right, when you know your cost, and then you, all you have to do at that point is just follow the game plan. Well, you brought up an interesting word, plan. Um, a lot of people just want to go in there and just start putting stuff in. How important it is, is it to actually put together a landscaping plan? Let's say you have an, uh, a new business or even one that's existing that it, they're just not happy with the way it looks. Do you have someone that does that? Do you, do you recommend that? Uh, do you charge to put together a plan for people? Uh, not how much, if you do, but just do you? And how do you approach the planning part of it? So you asked me earlier what one of my favorite parts of landscaping, and there's nothing more fun than going in and designing a new landscape, um, especially when you have a palette that uh, was maybe planted in the 80s, and it's, it's kind of lived its life. And so to be able to go in, uh, we have some uh, very, very talented uh, landscape um, designers and landscape architects. I believe we have five landscape architects on staff. And so for our maintenance clients, uh, what we'll do is we'll proactively uh, work with them and ask them, you know, uh, you know, do they have a budget for that? Is that something they want to look at? And so for our maintenance clients, we will um, uh, come out and proactively do that at no charge. If it gets into a complete redo um, where you need CAD drawings and so forth, there is a charge for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell people, don't be afraid to charge for your service. Uh, Absolutely. Because um, uh, those things are not cheap. But... Um, uh, nothing is more fun than coming in and, and, and designing a new landscape. And, and, and I love to talk about landscape, whether it's uh, putting a patio in somebody's backyard, even though that's not what we do. I, I get a lot of calls from friends and so forth, and I love doing it. Um, uh, at one of the private schools in town uh, last week, we, d- we uh, designed a new uh, outdoor classroom. And so I think the keys to design is making sure you use plant material that's tried and true, and then not trying to overcomplicate it. And, um, and I really, really lean on our designers for that. And uh, to, in today's technology, being able to show um, 
a concept on uh, 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 to a customer where they can see what it's going to look like before you finish is uh, is uh, is big, and people will pay a lot of money um, when they can see what it's going to look like. It's a it's a great selling tool. Well, you know, I like the way you approach it because you said the palette. So landscaping, just like painting or anything else, is very much an art form. Absolutely. And you know. How did how do, how do you look at it? Is it a visual thing that you can envision in your head when you look at something, kind of get a general idea and then move out from there and your designers? Or is it something that you, I don't really know how to put it, that you had to study for? Or is it something that comes natural to you? You know, I think it does come natural for some people. Um, uh, you do have to study for it, and, and especially when it comes to the uh, architecture side of it, um, making sure you can... Um, uh, uh, you know, the studying comes from a lot of it's from from history or experience and knowledge, um, and being able to make sure you have plants on the north side and and sun facing and shade facing and um, all you know, cool season versus warm season. I mean, that that takes a lot of of knowledge that you had to either gain through your experience or through studying. Um, but I have guys that work with me, and 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 sometimes I I'm amazed that they can tell a grade that goes up three feet over the course of 100 yards and they just it seems to come natural for them uh a lot of people tell me that you know once you get landscape in your blood you, you can't get it out so um people do have passion for it and um and it's fun to see our team uh, a lot of the guys have uh, uh extreme passion for what they do and i think going back to the other i mentioned earlier is having uh an expert in particular areas um there's not a lot of guys that can go work on an irrigation system and then uh, the next day they're working on a um, floor culture or seasonal color bed. Um, so I usually have an expert in each area. So depending on what the customer is asking for or what what uh, we need is who I'll call on from our company. Well, I think that, and that tags into what you were talking about and what we were talking about earlier that, you know, just having a one size fits all is just really not the best way to do it because there is certain expertise. It's just like security. There's expertise in uh, concierge, there's expertise in uh, logistics. I mean, there's people that are better at doing things, so you find the right seat on the bus, as the old saying goes, and that you put the right people in the right seats, and you can flourish as a business, and your client can flourish as a business. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, no matter how small you are as a company, and it could be a landscape company, it could be a pool service company or electrical company, um, I think it's important, whether it's planning for a design or spending time within your company to strategically plan for what's upcoming. And, and right now we're spending uh, a whole month on our 2019 budgets. And a lot of that comes with uh, what people who we start to evaluate the people we have and what their strengths are and are they in the right seat? Uh, you know, um, some of the smaller companies say, well, I just don't have time to plan. And I say, well, you can, you can continue to be a small company because um, if you're not planning, then you're going to have a hard time uh, getting to the next level. Well, I, I kind of look at it as if you don't have time to plan, you, what you are is you're planning to fail. Yes, absolutely. And uh, those that succeed put their plans together and then follow their plans. What would you say are some of the differentiators for uh, Russell Landscaping over other landscape companies? Well, I, you know, we're, um, again, I, 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 I feel extremely fortunate we've come to the point place where we are. We, um, we are uh, uh, Georgia's largest landscape contractor that's headquartered here. And, um, and so sometimes I wonder how we got here. And, and uh, I, I do feel pretty fortunate. But um, 
I think being a larger company with all the resources I mentioned, we have, um, we really do have the best of the best, best in class for every different segment that I would consider a part of landscape. Again, back to hardscapes or irrigation or design or whatever it may be, uh, having those experts there. Um, but there's something about being a family business. And again, I go back to my father starting this business and, and, and I still, uh, um, love being out in front of the customers and making sure I'm getting a pulse and a reading for how we're doing and how we're delivering. Um, uh, so being a large company, but also keeping that family business and personal touch. And, and I tell you, Rick, I have, uh, uh, guys that have been with me, uh, Brandon Thomas, who's our vice president of operations, you know, he's, he's part of the family and we call it, you know, uh, bleeding Russell purple. Um, and so, uh, I mean, it's not green, it's not green, it's purple. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Russell, we, um, uh, back in probably the high school, I think my dad changed the colors from black and green to black, black and purple. And I, I thought I was not going to be able to show up my senior year to high school. I was so embarrassed, <laughs> but it's really worked for us because, and it's something you don't think about. It's the intangibles is, is branding your company. And, and we really have branded the color purple for us. And um, it's, it's, for some reason, it's, it's people see purple and they see the purple shirts and they see the purple trucks and, um, and you think of Russell Landscape. So having that personal touch, uh, you never want to lose it. Um, in a job like ours, you really have to know your cost and you have to job cost and you have to, you have to look at spreadsheets and you have to follow, uh, uh, you know, business, so forth. But there's always the um, intangibles that you don't see. And sometimes you just have to go with your gut and make sure you take care of the customer and, um, and, and worry about those uh, numbers, those pesky little numbers later on. Well, and that's where the personal touch and the personal passion comes into it, is by having that passion, then you're able to have that gut feeling and, be, and the important thing is being willing to go with it yeah. and present it to that client. Yeah. And, you know, uh, there are certain things you study and you plan and you, you, uh, you, you know, you have uh, a good path to go and there's always obstacles that come at you. And, and sometimes you just have to go with your gut, you know, and, um, and instincts, when you start not trusting your instincts, uh, is where you um, can look back and have some regrets on decisions you make. Well, if you know what you're doing and you're good at what you do, there's a reason those instincts yeah. are there. It's because it's based on experience and based on knowledge. And if you, know, if you don't have any instincts, you're probably in the wrong business anyway. Yeah. Especially if, you, you're, if you're an artist, which landscaping is an art form. And uh, so, you know, Russell has been extremely successful. And I know that you do a lot of community outreach and a lot of work within the communities and the chamber. And I mean, y'all have just been uh, a pinnacle of success, if you will. What is uh, some of the keys to the success that Russell has latched onto and has gleaned from all the uh, experience? Well, um, you really have to, again, put it out front and center. And, and you mentioned um, community service. One of our um, core values is service. And uh, we, we consider that customer service and community service, they go hand in hand. And, and uh, I'm sure I get that honest from, from my father, Bill Russell. Um, I call him the king of community service. And Absolutely. Um, I just don't know there's ever been a time somebody didn't call on him and, and he didn't say yes. And so you do have to be careful. Uh, you can't ever extend yourself, and um, there are so many uh, hours in a day, and especially when you start thinking about family and business and now community service. But um, we did a uh, phenomenal project just uh, a couple weeks ago for the um, special needs school here in Gwinnett, 
and just had all of our guys come out and again going back to all those experts I mentioned letting them kind of play in the dirt uh, but we redid some um, concrete ramps for them and we did uh, uh, some playground mulch and we uh, replanted their front entrance and 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 uh, tidied up the place and spent the whole day there and ordered pizza and so forth and so it's important to give back to the community um, uh, as good stewards but at the same time uh, you know there's uh, an employee base that I have that you can get stuck in the grind and if you don't do stuff that people feel like they're part of and they're and that they're bigger than themselves uh, I think people burn out and um, I tell you just by the time we finish that day just the the smiles and the guys, uh, we definitely end up getting more out of those community service projects than, uh, than, than the, um, the places we help. So well, I know that you look very much like Paradigm does. You look at it as a family. Yeah. And it's important that, you know, families play together, not just work together. And having that involvement with each other on a personal basis, uh, whether it be on a community project, whether it be on a family picnic, if you will, for the word again, but doing something together as a family is important for a business. Yes. Well, uh, our first core values are faith and family. And uh, next week we have our annual uh, company picnic. So um, we'll have everybody out, all of our employees and their families, and giving away TVs and grills, and, and, and that's fun. But really it's um, we have a big uh, table that recognizes our uh, employees that have been with us longer than 10 years. So we call it the 10-year club. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, our, our company, too, we have things. We have a committee set up for hardship. So if an employee has been with us for a year and they experience anything from a, a fire to a health issue, uh, they can uh, anonymously go to that person that leads that committee. It doesn't go through me. Um, and they go through some checks and balances and parameters that we've set up and, and make sure we're taking care of that employee base. So being out in the community giving back, taking care of your customers. Uh, uh, when, it, when you hit hard times with labor shortages, it sure does pay dividends because it's hard enough to find people. But I do believe that there's people out there who say, you know, I really want to just work for Russell Landscape. There's something different and something special. And so hopefully that's what we're doing. Well, you're doing a good job of it. Keep doing what you're doing. Teddy, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you for uh, community service or even more importantly for the work that you do with uh, the landscaping and all and commercial how would they do it you got phone numbers and email addresses and all that yes sir uh, a website's a great way it's russellandscape.com and uh, of course I'm Teddy Russell Russell Landscape and you can email me at teddyr at russellandscape.com and uh, just about everybody has my cell phone too so um, uh, our office is 770-446-3552 and uh, we're right here in Gwinnett County and uh Service the Southeast, so let me give us get a call. You re- let me get you to repeat that office number one more time. Uh, that office number is 770-446-3552, and uh, you can press zero and ask for me. Well, I tell you what, I hope that uh, you get some calls, because I know that y'all do a fantastic job, and we're, we're very pleased to have you based here and working with us in Gwinnett County, I can tell you. Well, I want to thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I want to throw one little thing in there. Paradigm Security is hiring, and we're always hiring and looking for good people. If you'll go to our website, which is Paradigm, P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M, security.net, or you can call 678-684-4400 and talk to Renee or Carol. We're looking for some good people to come to work. And uh, as the business grows, people need jobs. 
we're looking for them and fitting for advancement. And remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 11.30 in the morning. Or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com and clicking on Gwinnett Studio, then click on Case in Point. So join us next week again at this time when we're going to have another guest on, and we'll see what we can come up with with security on that. Thanks again to my guest, Teddy Russell, owner and CEO of Russell Landscape, for being here. And for our producers, Mike and Trey, I'm Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.